it's good to hear good news, not bad news. And so we, we hear a lot of bad news today. We can surround ourselves with bad news. We can listen to bad news all the time. And if you listen to bad news all the time, you think everything is bad, but it's good to listen to good news. And I'd like to relate to the story of St. Martin of Tours, who this is good news. This is good news as far as what it means to practice virtue, what it means to be totally detached from everything and the world. And I don't think it's a coincidence that we have Veterans Day on St. Martin of Tours because he was a military soldier. So a little bit about his life. He was born in Pannonia, which is modern day Hungary. He was born to uh, pagan parents. This was in the fourth century when he was born. His father was a Roman military officer and tribune. But later his parents moved to Italy, so Martin was raised in Pavia, Italy. He discovered Christianity and became a catechumen in his early teens. But because his father was a military officer, he was obliged to follow in his father's footsteps. So he was forced to join the Roman Imperial Army at the age of 15, serving in a ceremonial unit that acted as the emperor's bodyguard, rarely exposed to combat. He became a cavalry officer and was assigned eventually to a garrison in Gaul, but actually never, never actually sought battle. When he eventually became a Christian, he did not want to fight. He told them, I'm a Christian, I don't want to fight in the battle. And the Lord spared him because the battle never came about. There's a, a famous, when Martin was a catechumen, he was trying to live his faith. And there's a famous story while he was in the military that once while he was on, on horseback in Amiens in Gaul, that is modern France, he encountered a beggar. So he was with other soldiers. It was the middle of winter. It's freezing outside, and there was a beggar that was on the street. And all of these soldiers, uh, all of his fellow soldiers, are passing this beggar by. But having nothing to give but the clothes on his back and the sword in his hand, that Martin wanted to give the beggar something. So what he did was he took his military cloak and took his sword, and he cut his military cloak in half. And he kept half of his military cloak and then clothed the beggar with the other half of his military cloak. You'll, you'll see this in many icons of St. Martin. And so he gave it to the beggar. And he was actually laughed at by his fellow soldiers because he was only wearing half a cloak. It's like, can you imagine a military soldier wearing a half a uniform? That's what it would have been like. But in Christ's eyes, see, as Christ says, was an sometimes there's things that are an abomination in the sight of God, and sometimes there's things that are splendid in the sight of God. And so what man laughs at, God sees as great. And so that night when Martin, when he was going to sleep, he had a vision of Christ. 
and Christ was naked like that poor beggar, but Christ was clothed in the cloak of that poor beggar. He was wearing the cloak of that poor beggar. And then Martin heard Christ address the angels of heaven. He said, Martin, who is still but a catechumen, clothe me with this robe. For as Christ says, whatever you do for the least of my brothers and sisters, you do unto me. That if you clothe the naked, you are clothing Christ himself. Immediately afterwards, Martin was baptized into the Catholic Church at the age of 18. He had to stay in, his, in the military service until he was 23. And then finally, he left the military service at the age of 23. Afterwards, he became, he became a hermit under St. Hilary of Portier, France. And on a visit to Lombardy to see his parents, Martin was robbed in the mountains, but managed to convert one of the thieves, of whom he found that his mother had converted, but his father had not. And the area was strongly Aryan. The, the Aryan heresy uh, was raging at that time and was openly hostile to Catholics. Martin was badly abused by the heretics and at one point even by the order of an Aryan bishop. Learning that the Arians had gained the upper hand in Gaul and exiled St. Hilary, Martin fled to the island of Galanaria. Learning that the emperor had authorized the return of Hilary, Martin ran to him in 361, and then he became a hermit for 10 years in the area now known as the Gouget. Reputation for holiness attracted other monks, and they formed what would become the Benedictine Abbey of Le Gouget, preached, and Martin preached and evangelized through the Gala countryside. Eventually, he became a priest. Many locals held strongly to the old beliefs and tried to intimidate Martin by dressing as the old Roman gods and appearing to him at night. Martin destroyed old temples. He built churches on the same land and continued to win converts. One time there was a pagan woman whose child had died and she had the child in her arms and she heard about Martin's, Martin had a gift for miracles, a gift for healing, a gift for preaching. He had a great heart for people. And so she asked Martin to pray for her child. And Martin laid his hands on the child and the child was resurrected back to life. And the people saw this, and immediately the woman, who was a pagan, was baptized right then and there. There were other pagans of the village that were immediately accepted baptism because of Martin's faith and his great love, especially for the poor that he had throughout his whole life. And when the Bishop of Tours, France, died in 371, Martin was the immediate choice to replace him. Martin declined, citing unworthiness. So humble was St. Martin. Rusticus, a wealthy citizen of Torah, claimed that his wife was ill, and he asked for Martin. But tricked by this ruse, Martin went to the city where he was declared bishop by popular acclamation, and then consecrated on July 4th, 
372. Isn't that amazing? July 4th is also our Declaration of Independence, or Independence Day here in the United States. So he didn't want to become bishop, but he was tricked into being a bishop. Isn't that funny? So, and then they laid his hands on him, and he can't do anything after that. As bishop, he lived in a hermit's cell near Tours. Other monks joined him, and a new house, Marmotier, soon formed. He rarely left his monastery or sea city, but sometimes went to Trier, Germany, to plead with the emperor for his city, his church, or his parishioners. Once, when he went to ask for lenience for a condemned prisoner, an angel woke the emperor to tell him that Martin was waiting to see him, and the prisoner was reprieved. Martin himself was given to visions, but even his contemporaries sometimes ascribed them to his habit of lengthy fasts. An extensive biography of Martin was written by Sulpicius Severus, and he was the first non-martyr to receive the cultus of a saint. So he was the first non-martyr in the church to be declared a saint. Saint Martin is, he's patron of France. He's also patron of soldiers. So if anyone is a soldier, they can pray to Saint Martin. And he's also patron of winemakers. Isn't that interesting? So if you're a winemaker, like if you're from California or someplace else and you make wine or maybe you have a local winery, you can pray to St. Martin to help you with your crop of grapes and to make a good wine. To make Wine makes everyone happy when we drink wine. So maybe you could drink a little wine today in honor of St. Martin of Tours. Let's pray to this great saint asking for his intercession. And let's especially pray for all of our veterans, all those who served in the military today. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have been blessed by this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help spread this podcast to other people throughout the world. Are you enjoying this podcast? I invite you to listen to more shows brought to you by the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Join us daily for enriching spiritual content which will help you on your journey with Jesus Christ. Simply visit divinemercyplus.org for a complete list of our shows. That's divinemercyplus.org. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you.